Greetings, adventurers. You have joined us for the 66th episode of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. I am your dungeon master, Michael Thriftiner tomorrow, and with me is Mike Bachman. Guys, scratching your leg is one step away from sin. <laughs> Jennifer Cheek. Guess I'm a sinner then. <laughs> and Timothy Lanning. Hey. I want to feel good. I just want to feel good. You know, scratching Tim, your leg. Tim will scratch his leg until he bleeds. Yeah, this is I, a thing that he has. I almost it does. thought I got an infection one time. It was pretty bad. It was on my leg for like three weeks. People were like, oh, if it doesn't go away in a week, then it'd be weird. And then two, three weeks later, I'm like, okay. It's still there. <laughs> I didn't have health insurance. Yeah. Um, or a job. So. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? I'm okay. You know, we just got, we literally just got done recording episode 65. It's been 10 ish minutes. We're talking about cool shit. And uh, now we're recording episode 66. It has not been a week. I want to put that out there. Wow, you just really took that away from 50. I can't stop. You look forward to it every time we record. You want to take that from 50? I missed you guys so much. (laughs) I did leave the room to make a Pippa J. A PBJ. Mm -hmm. A Pippa J. Not a PP. Nope, not. Anyway. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of a different episode this week. Oh my because... God. Why? Our what? characters leveled up! Finally! Leveled up. Leveled so exciting. Up. Oh, that's what you meant when you said spoilers before. I thought that yeah. was just common knowledge. I thought you said at the end of the well, episode... We did. I, I think we did say it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely did, because I just listened to it. 
So everybody is level nine now. Yes. Guys, I never thought we'd see the day. Level nine's like pretty high. That's I mean, pretty high. It's pretty high. Level I, I think it's high. level one. I think I didn't realize how high level nine is because like I was like, oh, I gotta get to Twitty, but like Twitty's like a god. <laughs> yeah. Like literally like a, well, like a demigod. When you get to level 11, you become a paragon. Yeah. Which is right? like crazy good. You, um, which yeah, we're you gonna talk fancy powers. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit more later. But um, but yeah, so level one through ten, you're like you're here. It's the heroic tier, and you are you know you're already kind of superhuman. Um, you're you're a hero. You're better and more powerful than the average person. The average Joe, the average guard. You're like you've already been separated as like special. Right. But then once you hit level eleven, you become a paragon. And that is like the next level of like super duper hero. Like right. that is you're, you're like a Dritt Stewart and or yeah. a like just man, he's great. Uh -huh. I tell you what. Or like Spider Man or something. Spider Man. I, I'm Spider Man, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, I'm doing the Spider Man path. I'm gonna multi class as Spider Man. Um and so so you're like, you know, you're theoretically like famous. I mean people know who you are. Um, you're a big fucking deal when you're level 11 paragon. Exactly. And then you get to level 21. You, that's the epic tier. Right. And an epic tier is like, is on the cusp of like being a god. Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of the epic tiers eventually just make you immortal. Like you right. die. You, yeah. That's what it looked like because I was kind of researching it some yeah. and that's what it seemed like. Like almost all of them are immortal. So, so like what do you do at that point? You just like go around fighting like gigantic dragons and stuff? Well you can kill gods. Yeah you can Man. fight like demon lords so, and ancient dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Tiamat herself. Oh my Here's god I would question. love are that we, but she's my girl. Are we leveling up kind of fast then? What was that? Are we leveling up kind of fast then? I don't know how. What's it's, the pacing in a normal D and D game? I think we're doing okay. I mean, it's been over a year, and we're yeah, only we level nine. Fun. It doesn't. It feels like just yesterday. We were fighting. Yeah, we're at level Guys, nine after a year. This is over episode a year. two. Because <laughs> we've been we've been podcasting since October of two thousand and twelve. Yeah. Did we start at level one? Well, I can't remember. Yeah, we did. We started at level one. So sure I feel like that sounds right. I mean, and we play every week, so. Mm -hmm. You know, not as long as some some peeps do. Do you know, like, people, I know this is, maybe this is dumb, and those of you that are listening are like, what is wrong with her? But, like, people play for, like, six hours at a time, and I yeah. cannot imagine doing that. I, um, I guess Nika, that's normal. I Nika would Howard, Nika Howard, who is one of our super fans, um, she plays for, like, six hours every weekend. Wow. I one of my coworkers, his person, cousin hosts a game like. every week for six hours. I I can't even imagine what that'd be like. We, I mean, I, when we played in in person with friends, we played for like two maybe two two hours or so. Yeah, three. But that's about what we do. It's just we divide the episodes in half. So three hours, right. I feel like, is about my limit, and then I'm done. Yeah. Maybe in person, it'd be different. Yeah, in person, I feel like it it's it feels more. Well, you like can a like take a break. And, like it's just I, a different pace, you know. And, like right. you can let people sort of go out on their own tangents and do mm -hmm. their own thing. Yep. This is true. Anyway, so yeah, we're about to go to the next level. Because oh, who wants to talk about their new level 9 abilities? Well, I want to do that. And Can specials? I do that? Yeah, Mike Bachman. Oh my god, yeah. Let me tell you. It's, 
Yeah, you don't get much. You don't get much this time around. It's just a, it's a new daily. But I feel yeah. like that's a lot. That's I a lot. Exciting. Man. Yeah, a new daily. I feel like is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna pretty. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna change a lot of things. And where is it? It's not on my character sheet. Oh Uh-oh. God! It's not here. It's not here. Let's uh, maybe Jennifer, you go. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, Jennifer, you go. Um, so I chose for my new daily. Oh, there it is. For, form of the Oak Sentinel. <laughs> uh, and this is another one of those two-parter ones. So I have my minor action, where number one, I, I turn into a tree. I turn into a tree, which makes me really happy. <laughs> your skin thickens into rough bark, and your hair becomes a mane of leaves. Fan art. Fan art. Um, <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't gotten a Winter's Herald yet. I, yeah, get on That's that, guys. Up, guys. Make, make Tom's frost cool queen. and all, but Frost Queen. Jennifer um, turns into an ice princess. So this minor, the, the minor action of it. So I assume the guardian form of the Oak Sentinel until the end of the encounter, and when I'm in this form, my melee reach increases by one. This is very <laughs> Ooh, exciting. So many. Yeah. Um, so and be also, a melee two. yeah, but I also have a melee two, so that'd be melee three. Like one of mine is a melee two. Yeah. Um, also. Any enemy that hits me with a melee attack takes damage equal to my strength modifier, which is what? five. And That's once dope. I get to level 21 when I'm a god, apparently that'll be 10. So, <laughs> hooray. Uh, that's the minor. And the encounter power that I get with this is kind of interesting because it's not like a... It's an immediate interrupt power that is triggered if an enemy within my reach makes a melee attack against an ally. And... If they do that, then I hit them for 2d10 plus 7, which is pretty nice. And even if I miss, it's a half damage. And in fact, it also says you become the target. I become the target of the triggering attack, even Ooh. if you aren't within that attack's range. Wow. So I can take the damage from somebody. Yeah, and then so hit if it was like an orc that was hitting Bachman with a club. Yeah. He is, you're like, you hit me now, yeah. even though you're two squares away. Yeah. I mean... Jennifer, are you sure that's a good idea? Do you have the hit points to Oh, for that? let me just let me just tell you about my HPs, guys. It's so good. I have 93. 93. Jeez. <laughs> 93 hit points. Oh, I love God. it. It just goes up every time. It makes me happy. Oh, and one more thing that let's just pretend that I've had this thing since I got my memories back cuz I really should have had it. But sometimes Jennifer's not so good at keeping up with stuff. You old dope. Yeah, so I now have the correct shield that I'm supposed to... I just had a regular heavy shield before. Uh, but now I have... Where is... Oh, it's so we have to go and like retcon all the math, right? From all yeah, the we gotta go back. And, uh, yeah, just redo those. No, I actually don't think this changes my math at all. It just gives me... So it's, I have a hammer shield now, a heavy hammer, hammer shield. Um, and well, it lowers hit, your Thacko, right? Uh, yeah, no, what? No. Thacko, that's weird. There is no Thacko. We're playing fourth so edition. When oh, I hit, shit. When I exactly. hit an enemy with an attack power using a hammer, which I'm always going to do because I got a hammer, um, while wielding the shield, I get a plus one bonus to all defenses until the start of my next turn. Wow. Nice. So, so like, that, basically, your... I'm, I basically constantly have a plus one bonus to defenses now. Because I'm almost always using my hammer. Unless you miss, which you're also always missing. <laughs> so this is this is Aludra's family shield, which uh, yeah. she found on her, her poor departed brother. Uh, do you have any RP reasons for why you turn into a tree person? For why? Well, I'm a warden. Like, I already turn, I turn into, like, a, a frost person. I have, like, cloud of blood and grit. 
I just am like an elemental. I'm an elemental person because that's what the the spirits. Yeah, because the spirits gave me that. I I actually I'm elemental. I I, we'll talk about this more when we talk about our paragon. But I have like ideas about about that. I'm just saying, like, going to be more elemental. She turns into all the elements. She turns into wood and ice and blood. That's it. That's all the. the, Oh, you know what? I'm real quick. Last, not last week, but the episode before, I, I was listening to this recently, and Tim Tim made a joke that I don't think I properly laughed at. Oh, please. When it came No up, one does. No one gives me my dick. It was really good. Um, when I was talking about my uh, cloud of blood, <laughs> my cloud of blood and grit, yeah. you said, grit, girls raised in the South, and I about died when I really listened to it. That's a, that's a saying. Yeah, if you know what that is, just go make, just, get yourself to a Cracker Barrel, you pick up the it. nearest sweater, and then read what it says. I, I am a it girl. It will say girls raised in the South. I am a girl raised in the South. I used to have a t-shirt that was like two sizes too small for me that had like a... Like the John Deere symbol, and it was like it was like hot pink, and it said "Country Boy" right underneath. <laughs> I love it. Sounds oh great. man, yeah. so lucky! I used to have a shirt that says "Sarcasm beats killing people." No, you really? I didn't buy it. I have some taste. <laughs> you once saw it. So you never you you said you used to have a shirt like, but you I didn't buy it. No, no, no. Someone, but hey, there's this weird thing in the world where oh, other people can buy you both goods. And services oh. group on. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. I see what Other you're people as a okay. gift. Okay. Yeah, they're like, yeah. "Hey, you're a funny guy. Here's this." I'm like, "I'm 14, and this is stupid." Sorry if you're listening. Man, you were anyway, dark so, even back then. Harper was already showing his. Oh, his dark past. That's my <laughs> Harper's dark past is that he got a a funny T-shirt when he was 14. <laughs> that's why he's so angry. All this the time. isn't the T-shirt I wanted, Papa. <laughs> but no, like as far as like back to like my RP though, because. I was able to change from a druid to the warden but to meet the needs of my party. I feel indebted to the spirits. Did you see a tree and like, I want to fuck that tree? No, that's not how that works. Tim, I can't tell the spirits what to do with my body. They give me gifts and I work with them. Okay, so you're in the spiritual, like, like, like a river. The river doesn't know where it's going, right? And let me tell you, there's, there's many more forms I can take in my path. Maybe I'll take... A form of, of a horned god. Do you have your memories? Yes. What? What's your deal? You're her brother. That's I'm, all we know. Where are you killed, from? She killed her brother. No, I'm from like my my family was like real into like mining, and I wanted to go out and be an adventurer. Why are you Why are you uh, a warden? Why I'm am fam- I a warden? Yeah, because we switched. <laughs> <laughs> Before well, she was a druid. Why are you Why are you primal? Why am I primal? Mm-hmm. Because dwarves can be primal. They can't, but you know. We're like mountain, you know, like uh, nature people. She's very much like Tim's favorite character in the world, Jerris Jordan. She grew up underground, right? Uh-huh. But then she wanted to be in the nature of the yeah. above world. But I think that dwarves are also, maybe not all dwarves, but I think dwarves can be like into nature's. Yeah. And, like, I mean, yeah. they're just like, Nat- they're a little stranger because. I am going to say, if. if since I have my memories back and I remember, please do. Is that that my family? Yeah, like they don't worship like a god. It's more like they. So they the say, elementals. "Fuck off, Morden." Yeah, they're not wow. into Morden. Well, yeah, I guess I'm gonna go have have to say that, even though I really did enjoy the one uh, Paragon path about Morden. But I actually I was having a hard time when I was researching my Paragon things. So I was like. This one's really cool, but I don't think it makes sense in my character. Yeah. So this so one I makes me fly and shoot lasers? So I don't think I should do it. Yeah. 
So. No, you have to do what makes no, sense. No, I, I think that my my family of dwarves is very much about like being one with the earth and like, right. So maybe where other dwarves are like, we must get down to the mountain. You're like, we're one of the mountain. We'll make. You have like super eco-friendly tunnels. You kind of. Although we did like kind of fuck things up in that one tunnel where my brother died. Like, but yeah, I guess I just always think of primal type characters as being slightly hippie. Yeah. Maybe I get more hippie the more the spirit courses through me. You're you're erratic ass as fuck is what I'm trying oh to say. Oh my god, you I did didn't not rebel have against your parents though, didn't I you? Did. I mean, yeah, because so. I wanted to. I think that had more to do with me wanting to travel and leave, and they were more like, "Stay with us forever." It's just not at all like my real life. Nope, not at all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Jennifer doesn't like the movie Cars for that exact same reason. <laughs> Actually, a true story. I do, as I feel like the movie Cars is like feels like a guilt trip for my mom and dad. I feel like they planted it. I love Jennifer a lot. She's very. Stupid. <laughs> anyway. Why is why is why is Bachman upside down? Because uh, my back's super sore and this is really comfortable right now. Oh, is that really happening? Yeah. <laughs> don't, just we've don't, been talking about me for so long. Just, just don't worry about it. I'm good. I mean, what's weird about this? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so is there anything else to that? Did we, we didn't get any feats, right? No, we no. just, just no, got just a, the, just just a daily. daily power. Bachman, do you want to go now or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll go now. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> I got, <Hello. laughs> I got uh, Knock Them Down, uh, which is a, a super dope daily. Uh, seeing a weakness amongst your foe's defenses, you deliver a low, sweeping blow that knocks your enemy off his feet. Your allies follow your lead. Uh, so basically, it's a, it's you know, like any of my other dailies, it's three weapon uh, plus strength modifier. <laughs> and, so much. And the target falls prone. In addition, each ally within ten squares of you can take a free action to move up to three squares and make a melee basic attack. Oh. I'm not gonna do that. But. If That's if that attack hits, its target takes no damage but falls prone. Oh, so we can be like, time to get down. Yeah, time yeah. To sleep. Yeah, and then if I miss, it, it does half damage, but the target falls prone anyway. Nice. I do love That's it. cool. I it love that. That's that. as hell. It was either that or one kind of where action. like it does where like um, two people within five squares get fifteen temporary hit points. Which is kind of a lot, but I don't know. This is more controlling, and I liked it. Yeah, because we don't have a controller, so it's kind of yeah. like... Yeah, and I know, like, for, like, the par- if I take the Paragon Path I was thinking of doing, I'm going to be able to take more second wins on Save my it. own. Save it. Just, just Save it. Save it. Uh, so now, what are your RP reasons for this? Uh, my RP reasons for this is that Tom is very, uh, is, is, is very, very, uh cocky and kind of brash and you know likes to yeah. run into the heat of battle and yeah this and it, it's, it very be. uh it very much fits his persona to want to and maybe uh, since Aludra and harper have been hanging out with him for so long we're like yeah let's also throw ourselves in this yeah, yeah you guys are we, like you know what are you gonna do you look at the camera shrug your shoulders <laughs> we go and both jennifer and i go Tom, you're like you're He's like so the funny. old lady at the party that doesn't understand kids these days, but then just kind of shrugs her shoulders and starts dancing with them anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, like we're doing so much Molly. 
Yeah, and everything. Oh my God, uh, we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing so much Molly, and just like picking our level nine dailies. That's just and, so... and just to confirm, you have no idea how you got upon. You don't know how you got to the future, right? No, I don't. I mean, as far but you know, I was just thinking about that. Like, how were we together on the slabs? My memories are. We should know. Yeah, you guys should know. That's the thing that I never understood. But my memories actually stop. I was not um, there. <laughs> my like my personal memories that I regained when I uh, when I killed uh, Tom Vidalis actually stop with the death of Tom Vidalis. And then yeah, because you got remember. his memories and you kept whatever the ones you just. So you have yeah. like a, a gap missing, actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Basically. Well, you guys all had a gap between. You know when you were you guys were all just like doing stuff and then. Who knows how much time passed, and then suddenly you were all on slabs. Yeah, I think Tums was the closest to sort of what happened. Was I, just that that what focus just you know collected there. Yeah, I would assume it was just that like maybe we were gathered, like like maybe I was like in a, a pub. Yeah, focus made it sound like he would just me. go to town and like take people. Yeah, so that would make sense. That I think it wasn't uh, like we knew each other before the slabs. We just yeah. happened to be in there at the same time. And I think. Uh, Tom was uh, attacked by winged beasts or something like that. His family was. Was that before? his yeah, family yeah. was? I wasn't sure if that was before. Oh, that was, was when he was a little. I was maybe nine, maybe nine winged beasts. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> probably. Well, actually, that, that's a fun point. Now that we can, we're here, I thought that that's what you were setting up all those many moons ago. Was What's that, that oh, you're setting up a, a battle between? Tom and I, like, you son of a bitch, you killed my family! Oh, um, yeah. Because I knew what a House Vidal's Griffin Rider was because I read Mike Bachman's character sheet. And I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch, but I don't know what that is anymore. Maybe, um, maybe they're just, maybe they're demons. Maybe, maybe when we come out the other end of this portal, we're not going to have all nine Griffins. They got sent uh, to the wrong spot and killed your, killed. Tom's family. Yeah, these are some weak-ass halflings. There's like, what do we do to two griffins? Get eaten, probably. Um, (laughs) Jump right in their mouths. It sounds like each of us, us being Tom, you guys had a bit of a uh, bad luck at some point, and Philcus was able to abscond with you. Yeah. For um... Probably just slips in my beer. What was that guy's name? Milner? Lord Milner? Not Milner. Man, those are good times. They're so good. I forgot about Thokus for a little bit. Yeah. Thokus was the first amazing moment in the podcast. (laughs) Thokus takes a header. Yeah. (laughs) My God. Uh, I chose Winds of Change. You become like the wind, blasting your enemies with the force of a storm. Uh, It is uh, arcane and... Uh, like basically, you know, I, I blast them with wind. So it's three d eight plus my charisma charisma modifier, and I push the target three squares. It's a burst three from me, and uh, if I miss, it's half damage. But I still push the target one square until the end of your next turn. You can you gain a fly speed equal to your speed, and you can hover. Uh, Har- yeah, I mean Harper is slowly getting more and more in tuned with his rage. Uh, that is sort of like the thunderhead uh, above. He's slowly trying to keep the tempest that's within his own art. Um, he's trying to he's trying to grab onto it and uh, use it for his own benefit to help his friends. This is Harper's first 
or one of his very few that is each enemy and the burst as opposed oh, to each creature. Yeah, that's always the problem with like controllers. I've or not controllers, but sorcerers. People who do like I don't know. Burst. I feel like almost all of mine, all of mine are only enemies. But it seems like people well, do a lot of damage. Sorcerers like, are um, arcane caster barbarians. So the idea is that you can't control what happens. So it's, been it's a, just like elemental, like yeah. So a wizard's like, I've I've studied the tomes and yeah. zap. A where is the sorcerer's like, you motherfucker? Yeah, or not a warlock. A warlock would be like, oh, I told a demon to let is me. Is there a twinge of badness to sorcerer like there is with could warlock? Be. Could be, but not necessarily. Not necessarily, but see, I feel like when you're a warlock, it's like okay, it's a little bit of a bad guy. You have demonic packs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like sorcerer doesn't sound sounds different to me than wizard, but yeah, I mean warlock is definitely kind of evil, but yeah, yeah. I mean sorcerers. The idea. I mean, the biggest difference is, uh, you know, Harper did not go to school to learn his his, his arcane. He was born with it. He was not born with it, Mike. We've we've touched on it, but I mean, right. Well, but if you didn't go to school and you weren't born with it, then uh, Finnegan gave him a whole bunch of magical bullshit that lets him do it. Oh <laughs> man, guys, and he's just trying it stop. out. Wait, so, real quick. You you just ba- you basically pulled out the equivalent of the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> um if uh I mean Thrifty's read my Google Doc, that oh is. Oh my god. Uh Harper's backstory. So if y'all want to go fuck off and uh <laughs> just let the the story trickle down when everyone's good and well, goddamn ready. Those, Harper's got those tattoos and shit. Oh, What's tattoos? that about? What's that about? I actually forget what I've what I've said so far. I was gonna make a Far Cry reference, but I don't know. I think we we've made that reference before, but uh, yeah. So Harper is uh, tapping into his his inner tor- turmoil and hate and pain and trying to control it more. So he has this thing. So basically, he can run up into a a group, explode forth with like a huge volley of wind and thunder or whatever. And I'll just wind it looks like. And push people all I can slide them where I want to. Is it push? I push. So I can move tons of uh people around. Nice. So. It's cool. It's controllery as well. And it's three D eight plus eighteen damage and burst three wow. from me. So that's, that's pretty lot. big. That's pretty dope. That's a lot. So, so um what? Somebody in the chat just said, maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's Harper Coon. <laughs> <laughs> Harper Coon has delightful hair. Uh, he does. I just think of him always as Roy Mustang in my head, which I know is not what he looks like, but that's what he is to me. I th- again, I've said this before. I think of him as a younger version of... Um, shit, shit. My a younger thinking. version of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's the younger version of... Who's the guy that's in uh, There Will Be Blood? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, that's right. It He's a younger about. version of Daniel Day Lewis in The Crucible. Oh, all right. So, all do you right. guys, you guys, want to talk about the the Paragon Path you're thinking about? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you you looked into this. I haven't looked into it at all. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. Book, man. We'll get to you. Can you post that picture in chat? Yes. Because that's kind of that's that's a, an older Harper right there. What is so, yeah. what is Harper thinking about for his Paragon Path? Okay, um, Harper, I, I 
probably should have. I I've picked it, but I need to load up. The, oh fuck. Um. Maybe I, I have mine pulled up. Okay. okay. Well, I am. I would say I'm like ninety percent. This is what I'm gonna do, but uh, not one hundred percent. I still need to, you know, stare at things for a little bit. Yeah. But I think that I'm <laughs> going to. Dude, the horn. Bachman's view is just him <laughs> an undershirt chugging beers <laughs> but from like the bottom. <laughs> He's having the best night. I'm so jealous. Look, look at him. <laughs> oh, you gotta yes. talk so we can see it big. I, I clicked on it so it should be in the stream. Oh, yeah. look, at, look at that beautiful man. That beautiful oh, bean yeah. footage. Roll this beautiful bean footage. Uh, get a little bit. <laughs> Uncomfortable um, with this angle. Anyway, so I think that I'm going to do the Horned Champion Paragon path. Um, it's one that's specifically targeted to Wild Bloods, which is what Aludra is. She's a Wild Blood Warden. And uh, right. real cool shit with it. Um, let me pull it up on my character builder so I can talk with you guys. Did I close the character builder out? Probably. I'm ready now if you want to switch back to me. Yeah, switch back to you. I'll pull character builder. Okay, so Harper, think of Harp, Lord Titus Harper as dealing with his his three burning fires that just burn within his soul. Um, there's the acid, there's the, the flame, and then there's like the lightning and the thunder. Um, he's trying That's to get... Things. Lightning thunder is one thing. I'm counting that as one thing. Kind of two things, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic, and it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through HIMSS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together.
Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful. And whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. Uh, he's trying to control his more thunderous aspect of himself more and go down that path. So over the next bit, Harper will be tweaking some things to more lightning and thunder-based damage. He's going to move some other stuff around. Um, and Harper's Paragon Path is called Lightning Fury. In my chest beats the storm's heart, which churns with godlike power. And then it says, that's the quote, you know. Yeah. Your greatest joy is the fulfillment you attain through your stormy outbursts. Laughter rumbles uh, from your mouth like thunder when you tear into foes with blinding bolts that scar the air and scorch the earth. Your form is cloaked in a shimmering haze of electric sparks and bolts that flash out to strike enemies that threaten you. When you defeat your foes, the fury in your blood subsides into quiescent... How do you say this word? Quiescence. Quiescence. I think. But it never moves too far beneath the surface, even in your dreams as you rest. You can sense the thunderheads why you, inside you while you're rolling as they wait for the next storm to brew. So, again, going along the idea that he's a barbarian magic man. I just love Pretty the concept badass. that he just has this fury within him. Did you, did you look at the wild mage paragon path? I didn't, because I'm not a wild mage. But well, what if you like were a wild rules. mage? Because check out this quote. If you can control your power, you don't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, metal man. as hell. That, yeah, I guess yeah. Is that the one that. that has to roll like a d6 a couple times a day? <laughs> yeah, they have, a, they have a chaos action effect. Oh, man. So um, if you spend an action point, you roll a d6 and like crazy shit happens. Yeah, and wild mage, wild mage sorcerers already have to roll a d6. Or right. every day it just changes based on... I don't know, it's really weird. Um, yeah, I guess that's the other thing about um, paragon paths in general. Usually something happens with your action point. So like when you use an action point, an extra cool thing happens usually, typically. Yeah. So for the lightning fury paragon path, uh, when you spend an action point to take an extra action... You deal lightning damage equal to your dexterity mod 
to one, two, or three creatures of your choice within five squares of you. So what I can do is I can jump. I, I have my one move that's called uh, a thunder leap. So I can jump in the midst of several people and I can, um, I think I can push them a few squares. And then I um, kind of like move them, I don't, what? Uh, yeah. So I can jump in and do that. Then I can do an action point and I shoot lightning outside of myself. And then I can do winds of change and push them far away. So think of Harper just jumping into battle and being like, ah! And then, like, as he lands, there's just, like, this crack of thunder and lightning that lasts for, like, a long time. A long and the time. dudes are just, like, thrown back, and there's, like, dust and grit and everything in the air. It's pretty crazy. Sounds pretty um, crazy. His uh, level light... Uh, level... Uh, he also gets your lightning attacks treat each creature that has resistance to lightning as not having that resistance. In addition, your lightning attacks treat each creature that is immune to lightning as instead of having resistance to lightning equal to one half its level. So it means if we fight a lightning dragon or whatever, like there's a few things we've fought that have been resistant to mm-hmm. my flame or acids or whatever. Yep. And this makes them be not. Or if they are, if they're immune, it they're makes immune, them only resistant. Exactly. So it just lessens it in general. Yeah, and That's then nice. at level eleven, I get a spell called Furious Bolts. It's uh, uh, I don't like in the character builder. It doesn't always tell you the the RP text. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Yeah. What's the name of this again? Lightning Fury. No, the um, Paragon Path. Lightning Fury. Oh, is it Lightning Fury? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's on uh, this it's list. Co- yeah, that list doesn't have everything. Yeah, it only has some. Okay, well, this text. Well, uh, I'm an idiot. I'm going to make it bigger. Uh, uh, jagged streaks of lightning fly from your hands and flash between several foes. Uh, basically, I hit one foe, and then I, I think I can keep hitting every foe that's adjacent or like a couple squares away until I miss. Which is neat. Cool. Tell us about the horned champion. Yes. So, the the flavor text is, don't speak to me of your petty concerns. Speak to me of the world's needs. Which I actually can see Alerta turning into this, like, super hippie. Like, <laughs> no, we have to, like, save everyone and save the earth and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like she already has those tendencies to, like, try to save people anyway. So, this works out. Um, I love this too. You have communed with the spirits of the land and have been found worthy of the horn champion's mantle. Dope. Um, so what's important about this is that at level 20, I get to sprout horns out of my head and turn into the form of a leaping stag. (laughs) So I, once, once, if I do this paragon path, I'm going to be changing forms a lot more, which is kind of nice because what my druid did, like I changed forms a lot. Yeah, I'm bringing that back in. What was your earlier stuff? Besides Before I turned into a frog and a no, bear. No, no, your level, because level 20 is like another year from now. So. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, Easily. No, I was just talking about it. Um, so one thing, like one of my um, features of Horn Champion is when I spend an action point to make an attack and the attack misses, I can re-roll the attack. Amazing! Which I felt would be pretty good for me, personally. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. It does say if you re-roll, you have to use a second result, so it could be worse. Um, 
Also, when you hit an enemy with an opportunity attack, the enemy is slowed until the end of its turn. I'm doing a lot more stuff with when enemies are slowed by me, like other things happen. I'm trying to like do my feats so that they stack on top of each yeah. other. Um, another cool, this is 16, so this is a while away, but uh, whenever you use a warden daily attack power that has the polymorph keyword, which would be form of the Oak Sentinel, like uh, my uh, form of Winter's Herald, um, I get to spend a healing surge as a free action. Oh, that's good. Um, what else cool things happen? So What's that? This, oh, this is actually... I, so there's Zealous Strike. This is at um, at 11. I Basically, I make the hit. It's a melee against one creature. And the fact is I get to make, attack another time. I get to do it twice. Either once again against the same creature or like another creature. So I get to hit two people for one. So it's like you're like a charging bull just lashing out. That's awesome. This is with a roar you charge your enemies to deliver an overwhelming attack. <laughs> um, I also like impetuous stride. So I get to move my speed. If any creature makes an opportunity attack against you during this movement, that creature takes damage equal to five plus your wisdom modifier. So I'm going to be moving a lot more too. That's good. Like running around on the battlefield, like making enemies angry at me. Prancing. Pretty much. Um, and, and I'm looking at taking up some cool feats too which i'm pretty excited about um i'm this is not a feat this is a, a level 10 warden utility i was looking at called spiritual rejuvenation oh, that gets that. me no that's spoiler Jeez. i want to talk about it just real quick so it's really i get to use my second wind again two second wins yeah so i get two second wins in a nice daily anyway guys i'm so excited about it I, and i like the concept i think sometimes i I have, like, an idea of Eluder's personality, but sometimes I'm not as, like, consistent on, like, her, I don't know, not personality, but, like, what her goals are and, like, what yeah. she thinks about things. So I'm going to try to get that more under control. That's good. With the Paragon. That's right. Yeah. That's Sweet. what I think. So, Mike Bachman. Yeah. So you well, we are... We can't see you. You sure. are a dragon... You're a white t-shirt. You are a dragonborn... <laughs> Warlord slash Bard. Slash Bard. I'm thinking, like, when can I, like, get another class in there? At what level? You so can. you have, well, at 11, 11, level 11, you will basically have another class, which is this Paragon Path. Um, and you've got, like, so many options because you could, there are Dragonborn Paragon Paths, there are Bard Paragon Paths, and there are Warlord Paragon Paths. One of the Dragonborns lets you grow wings. The Scion what? of Arcosia. Oh my gosh. Don't you have to, like, worship that god, though? Uh, I, th I, I think... I think so. I, I don't know... How committed to you are, are you to RP? I don't know what this what this is. I basically... I just Googled Paragon... Uh, Bard Paragon Paths. And one of them is Summer Rhymer, which I think really, like... <laughs> really speaks to one me. One is Summer Rhymer. Summer uh -huh. I remember when I played a Dragonborn... It was really hard for me to even think about being a barbarian because I played a bar uh, dragonborn barbarian. It was hard for me to think about being a barbarian paragon because dragonborns were so cool. There's like one where you can ask, like every night or once a week, you can ask a series of questions to like Bahamut, oh, <laughs> and you're awesome. like, yes or no questions, like I don't know. It's just like the insane thing. You, like the DM to has to answer you. This yeah. town, or, yeah. yeah. Or like, is the treasure that I've been looking for in this city? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. 
Uh, um, so that gives you like uh, the summer rhymer thing. Uh, so you get Fae Path, which is when you spend an extra action point, or sorry, when you spend an action point to take an extra action, you teleport yourself or an ally adjacent to you. Five squares is a free action. I like that. Mm. Sounds cool. Boring. Dragon wings. Um, <laughs> you get like extra healing powers, and at level sixteen, whenever an enemy's missed attack triggers your virtue of cunning class, so you have to take the virtue of cunning class feature for bard. Um, you gain plus two to attack rolls. Blah blah blah. Are you just gonna give up on being a warlord, man? What's the deal? No, no. It's just I was just looking. <laughs> you see, now if you like, if you could get yourself more towards a fighter. Then you could take the... Where is it? Where are you? You could take Inner Dragon. <laughs> which is uh, which is a Dragonborn fighter Paragon Path. And the yeah. quote for that one is, The fury of the dragon seethes in my blood. <laughs> and that gives you Dragon Blast. Yeah. Which, I see that. As wo- as a wound opens, your boiling blood blinds nearby enemies. <laughs> what? Just like spits out of the wound, blood, uh-huh. like blood in your eyeballs. I mean, what what are you thinking, Bob? I mean, what are you thinking about doing? Uh, man, you know, listen, I kind of fi- I I gotta be honest with you guys. I didn't know we were talking about this today. Uh, <laughs> I kind of figured because it's not happening for another two levels. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we know. still got a while. I mean, it's not like we sent emails about it. Or... Well, you sent emails about it, but I didn't. You, they didn't expressly say you don't have to pick. You just certainly don't have to pick right now. Okay. Yeah, no, we we're got, just talking we got time. Because, like, if you did want to, like, if you did want to take the summer rhymer, then you'd have to sometime between now and eleven get that virtue of cunning class feature. Yeah. So, like, you have to actually work on that. You know, you have to get that in there. Yeah, I don't want to do that per se. Um, I don't know, but inner inner dragons not really tickling my fancy. Per you know, there's so many of them though. What yeah. about the scion was... of Arcosia? Do you want to be the scion of Arcosia? You get dragon wings. You can just fucking fly. Well, I've got a griffin now. You can make That's true. Girl you do man. have a griffin. <laughs> you do have a griffin. So. Yeah, so I mean, I guess the point is just that you're supposed to, like, plan these things a little bit, just so, just so <laughs> when you get there to level 11, you're not like, fuck, I should have taken oh, these six things. Yeah. yeah, and it's not all of a sudden like, yeah, now I have all this weird shit, because yesterday I was normal, but today I'm this. So it's like, yeah. you're going down, you've always been going down this path. But. Yeah. It's almost like, I mean, not like you should necessarily be thinking it from level one, but you do, it's, I think it's good to think of early. Yeah, you know. What just... you might want to do. Like, I, I am excited to build another character now, like, now that I know what I'm doing a lot more. Um, I still, like, even when, when I made the character for Tim's, was it Tim DM? I still, like, messed that one up, too. Like, I just, I feel like it's hard to do everything correct, there's so many options. Yeah, but I think, I I think the the fourth edition model is flexible enough that you can do be somewhat interesting, you know. But yeah, no, I I'm I'm gonna be very excited to make a new character at some point, knowing what I know now and keeping all this in mind. Which, granted, I can't even imagine like getting another character Paragon Path. Like, how long is that gonna take? Forever. Say, I started level 11. Yay! Oh, that's not fun, though. That's not as fun. Yeah, that's true. It's more fun to start from the beginning. You get to know your character more. 
So, guys, I yes. mean, we 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 asked Twitter to uh, to send us some some like reader mail. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. So, so this other podcast I listen to sometimes it's called Critical Hit. It's a pretty good Dungeons and Dragons podcast. They um, every once in a while they'll do reader mail, and like people will like write in and be like, "Hey, D and D, this stuff, and what do you do with this thing in the D and D?" And we'll answer, and they get like these really interesting um, questions that are sort of like serious and uh, you know, and talking about the game, and they really help people. Um, by explaining stuff about the game and, um, and you know, basically generally improving people's knowledge. And I Why figured, do I feel like that's not what's going to happen in our q I, f- I, f- I figured we could do the same thing. So I put out the question and I got some things back and I'm just going to just read them um, without looking at them first. So let's see what the first one is. Oh, boy. <laughs> this should be um, good. So this comes from N- N- Nishan? Natch? Nachon. Oh, I think um, I think that he is Israeli. I think it's Nahon. Nahon. Nahon Roth yeah. says says I think we all know that Tom masturbates with Blood Drinker <laughs> and Aludra. <laughs> and Aludra is probably in the kitchen cooking some pigeon pie. Game of Thrones reference. Um, but needs to remember to wear a hairnet on her magnificent beard and mustachio. No. <laughs> uh, so only Harper is unknown. What does Harper do in his free time? Thanks, and please be as elaborate as possible. <laughs> well, Harper, in between all this stuff, he's uh, standing upon hills, maybe rocks. He's uh, making fists, and he's scowling, probably at a sunset. Is there a mirror nearby? Is he looking at himself? Uh, he just knows, you know. He doesn't have to, you know. He, uh... I mean, isn't that the, uh, the fun of flexing? Is that looking at yourself while you're flexing? No, he he's confident to know that he looks great. Uh, and that's, he's just, his free time is spent contemplating uh, all the mistakes he's made. He, you know, maybe will go just try to be around other humans sometimes, you know, whether it's at the pub or whatever, just to try to feel, try to feel something again, try to feel like he's part of a group. But really, uh, he doesn't have a hobby per se. He, he's pretty focused on his goals and, um, that's why he sometimes appears standoffish, but you know he, you know he doesn't like do woodworking or anything like that. No, he mostly just tries to maybe flex, flex, maybe maybe sh- maybe shoot rocks, maybe train some more. Uh, but it's a lot of regret and it's a lot of um, just staring off while his hair uh, flaps in the breeze. That's, that's great. Yeah, that's excellent. Let's go to the chat room and see what they say. Um, Steph Kingston asks, "What is the wizard's name?" Okay, so we're not going to ask the chat room anymore. But they, <laughs> it's a bad question. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Ivanovich says, "Hey, all big fan, big fan. I was wondering uh, if you ever plan on bringing another full-time player." Man. Not talking about us listeners. I'm sure you get emailed about it all the time. I mean, someone <laughs> that's proved to work well with you before, like Nika or Sarah. I really, it really seems to be like three persons too small. Blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> blah blah blah. Keep going. Or sorry, keep up the fun. Game of Thrones soon. Yay! There's gonna be Game of Thrones. Thrifty, I'd like thank, to take thank that you, one. Thank you, Nick. 
Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Mike Bachman. I think that this is a good time to announce that I'm fucking done with y'all, and then I walk out. No. Now it's two players. Now it's two players. Now, now look what you did. It's gonna be me and Tim yelling at each other. Um, <laughs> I'll we, play Tom too. We definitely have gotten lots of people saying, "Hey, can we be on the show?" And <laughs> that's not how that. that's gonna. That's not how that's gonna work. Um, well, this is hard. We can't have all of you. Let's just say yeah. we want to be. We want to make sure we, it, that we just, it's a good fit. The turn yeah. would take so long. Uh, <laughs> let's go to our short list of people that we're considering and people that have shown interest. Um, I, Patton Oswalt, I think he's Patton Oswalt. Yeah. He I mean, he keeps calling us. That's pretty annoying. Calm yeah. down. Oh, Will Matt Smith? Yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, I mean, like I know I'm not do- Doctor Who anymore. Maybe yeah. I could play something with you. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't know. Uh, Chevy Chase was like, "Hey, not on Community anymore. I'm kind of old and bored. What you know? What, yeah. what do you have yeah. for me?" Exactly. I heard he's a real asshole to work with, though. So yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave DeVito called us. He showed up at our door, actually, and he's like, hey, let's play d and I'm like, uh, like, you don't even know how to hey, play d and That's yeah. cool. DeVito. Felicia Day, she, like, asked, like, oh, she's just too cool. I like, couldn't do it. I mean, I've hung out with her before. So I, I know. I, I know. It's his best in her radiance. I have not. I don't, I don't George know. Clooney. I was surprised to find out. I was, yeah, you know, a closet D and D player. Like I, I would have expected uh, uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, no. we know, we know the D's. We know the D's. Actually, Vin Diesel. If you're interested in cause, I would totally like override. <laughs> Vin, we, we play this game fast and furious. I know you can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, I know you love that joke. I mean, <laughs> we've, we've, this is something that we've been talking about for like so long for about sixty five episodes now. Um, mm-hmm. We'll figure I, just out noticed, eventually. I feel like we just haven't gotten around to it. Like it, it's just it's hard. I feel like story wise, it's sometimes it's hard to bring it in. Yeah, I think, and we have th- our schedule, and it, it's. I think it'd be more should. fun for a while to maybe add in a ever changing cast of the fourth character. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did that for a little while. That was yeah, kind we of did. Fun. I feel like we just got off. I don't know. We we have our little schedule of just kept doing the same thing. Yeah, I think eventually. If we could make it so that we had, you know, four people or even five players, if they were all good, but it's I just, just feel so like difficult. Five players is going to be chaos. I feel like it's going to be too many people talking. I yeah, that's why we need like two more weirdly opinion. quiet people. Yeah, if uh, yeah, whoever we add, they're not going to say much. So they anyone who's like too it. chatty, just forget it. Chatty, get out of here. Just take my brand. Yeah, no, I just, it's it, it, I, mean, I think down. that when you get a podcast with more than about five people on it, it's too much. Yeah, it's pretty too rough. Many people trying to talk at the same time. Yeah, it's too hard. It's an entirely different dynamic than just playing with a group of friends. Right, you have to you have to take into account talking over each other and. And, and, like, we all know each other really well now, so we've gotten much better at not yeah. talking every That's other. the thing that's hard. I, yeah, three people's not a very ideal party size. But. I don't feel like okay? I know you guys. <gasps> Pop Can we talk about that? Man. I don't feel the, like I re- I've never actually met you guys in person. You ha- you've met you me. Absolutely. No, I haven't met you. Met implies that, like, we walk up and say, hey, I'm Tim. Hey, I'm Mike. We shake hands. We know who we are now. I have. I had no idea who you were. I know we rode on train together. together. We share. I've never been in the same state as, well, that's not true. I've been in the same state as Mike Bachman, I guess, because I lived in Massachusetts when you were here for PAX that time. Uh I've never met Mike Bachman in person. It makes me so sad. 
Nope. I'm just gonna like I, hug you. I remember making. I do actually remember making awkward eye contact with Thrifty outside of a hotel. Uh, no, <laughs> Didn't we rode on a train together? No. Somewhere. Oh yeah, we went to that like burrito place, right? Got burritos. Anna, that's what I'm talking about. The burrito place, which is like a mile from here. Oh, you were there for that too? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like he's he's met you, he just doesn't remember meeting you. Oh. No, I don't. I don't I, feel like being in the same group of people at the same time is not meeting each other. That doesn't count. <laughs> uh, looks like the chat is. Down. It should be back up now. Okay. In just a minute. Yeah. But anyway, I I you know now I'm real excited because you know I'll meet you guys and I'll know who you are. What good. if we don't like you <gasps> and you don't possible. like us? What if, what if, you know, meeting people in person is completely different. It's, it's a whole different thing. It's possible that you guys can can hate my guts. And I might walk yeah. up to Tim to Tim or to Thrifty and say, hate you, bro. And then we hey, just like bro. walk away. We but, never talk to each other again. That's possible. But my Bob, what if you come and sleep on our couch? <laughs> yeah. You have to love us then. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I will pretend if you guys let me sleep on your couch. It's cool. <laughs> Um, all that to say, that was a lot of not answering to say we, yeah. we are thinking about it. It's just sad. it has to it has to be the right it's time, right. You know. right time. We gotta fix our schedule. Recording recording this is really it takes a long time. It's it's difficult. There's a lot of personality, yada yada mm-hmm. yada. So it's yeah. kind of like it, it is. It has a weird like work element yeah. to it in that it's every week and you have to be there on time and all that junk so it's not like yeah. you can just throw anybody in like, it's for fun but it is a scheduled yeah you can't just throw a, a whole bunch of people to together and, and get a podcast out of it that's true oh wait it's that's right it, well you can but it might be like, a bad one that's like literally exactly what we did that's right <laughs> cool. it, but it worked out really well it though. worked out we, really well we got lucky we, yeah we got very lucky all right i can uh, i'll read the next one okay eric sure. Eric Eddins says, Crew, what is your preference? To do more serious stories that grow and follow characters? Or shorter one-offs that are referential like the Thanksgiving or Christmas Carol stories when playing D&D? I prefer the, sh- I prefer the short comedic, but the podcast would get tired if every week we were waiting to figure out what holiday or movie you guys are parroting. Thoughts? Um, I feel like... We need to have the big story that's running along. Yeah, mm-hmm. I prefer longer ones. I like but, I like having a big quest. You know, so I think it's both. I think it has to be both. It has yeah. to be both. You, you gotta break it up. You don't necessarily have to be referencing something or like or doing a parody or something to like to get to have like kind of a one off like lighthearted exactly. episode. But like I thought, I mean, if you look at something like. Uh, not to say that we're on on the same level or whatever, but I mean, if you look at something like Doctor Who or something, they have like these one-off stories every episode. But then there's elements of that story that pl- play into the overarching, you know, narrative. And I think that that's my favorite is that when we can do that successfully. Yeah, like I thought the the bit where we uh, fought Bercy Ham Hands. I thought that was a very small, <laughs> contained story. That was, it was good. It was great. Like good old Bercy Ham Hands. But I I really enjoy like. I've struggled when we have done like shorter um, characters, like when we did Gamma World. Yeah, Gamma World was definitely that, a struggle. That Gamma was hard. I, don't know, so I feel like we none of us just got. I don't know, we just didn't get into Gamma World very much. None of us, yeah. but like that that shorter. I just didn't feel as connected to my character in that. Whereas yeah. I feel extremely connected to Aludra and you know and Tom. And right, Harper. and I think that was some of the thing that we kind of had to balance at the beginning of the podcast for mm-hmm. folks who weren't used to playing D anD. d It was like. 
this isn't a fucking Final Fantasy game or a Skyrim where you're just constantly getting new helmets. Like the joy is learning more about yourself yeah. through your character. Like constantly in the defining world. your character. Yeah. And like yeah. That's the gift. Like I don't care about getting new loot about for Harper. He's we, fine. We say that, but it's kind of about it's kind of all about damage, right? I mean, it's all about damage. It's all about just yeah. doing the most damage. All, that min-max. It's, gotta, it's all about min-maxing. Okay. It's all about... The other, the other good thing about our podcast is that, and not to, like, pat ourselves on the back too much, but good. we're goofy enough that we can do the very silly, like, yes. goofy stuff, and it's not... Like, we, we're we not so serious that we're always just to be like, oh, you know, we have to save the world and we're on this quest all the time. Um, so yeah. I think it's fun that I think we've been sort of lighthearted enough that we can yeah, and do I think the we, Christmas we, episode and it's fine. Yeah, we follow more of a TV schedule than a book schedule. You know, it's, oh, there's the one-off X-Files monster episodes or yeah. whatever. But Jennifer, do you want to read the next sure, one? Sure, I will read it. This is from Dustin Vinsky. And it says, greetings, favorite podcast ever. Oh, it's so nice. Um, we'll see here. Uh, <laughs> um, he asked some questions about the wiki. We might just get straight back to you on that one. Um, so my actual question is for Thrifty. How early did you know exactly what everyone's backstory was going to be? Like when it, it was revealed that Tom the Dragonborn was slash is Tom by Dallas. Did you know that at the start or did you just kind of plan it out after a looter's backstory was revealed? Thanks much. Yeah, fess up. Um. So... I guess that's a very good question. I feel like I don't know the answer to this question. So, okay. So, I there are certain things that I play, plan, like, way, way ahead of time. And certain things that I come up with at the very last minute. <laughs> so, it's very definitely a mix. Like, like the, for instance, with, um, with House of Dallas and traveling back in time... Like, I knew about that, like, last April. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, when I gave you guys... That's awesome. When I gave Mike Bachman the book, all the way back in the library episode, I knew that you you guys... And that, you know, the people in the story were you guys traveling back in time. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. But, but like, but I didn't know... Eludra's backstory until like a couple days beforehand. Well, and there were there's elements of that too because we were like Thrifty and I were trying to hash out the yeah. specifics of of Tom of Tom's backstory as far as like you know, and I, I don't I still don't I still don't fully understand it. We were trying to hash out like the specifics of uh, of Tom's backstory in regards to time travel and those right. kind of complexities like immediately before the episode. I think we were late joining that <laughs> joining that call. Yeah, because we were actually talking about it. Yeah, I was giving a shit. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Tom died, and so I made up Harper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's, there's some big story beats that I know about for, like, I mean, like, how like much are we now, kind but... of on, quote-unquote, track of what you thought the podcast would be with your story? Um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know how long it was going to take. I mean, because this is all very new to me still, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I, at first it was like, that took forever. It so. seems like it still is hard to know how long certain things are going to take, though. Yeah, no, like, absolutely. Like, when we just killed that demon, like, two weeks ago, it was just dead, like, really fast. And we're like, oh, 
All right. Yeah, there's been several fights that have been like, oh, we're going to fucking lose. And then like, oh. Or there have been fights that like went on forever because we were like, we cannot kill this monster for some reason. What is wrong with us? Like that orc fight in like episode 13 or so that took forever. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, I don't know. I think it's hard to tell. And in theory, you guys could totally get sidetracked and like go off on some weird mission. That's one thing I want. Once we've like gotten everything back to Finnegan, like, are we going to like become an adventuring party and like take we on. Pick, we have to pick a name. I mean, we do have to pick a name. We got to do that. We've been thinking about that for a while. For probably a year. Um, but I like the idea of us like doing like weird mercenary stuff. Uh-huh. All right. I mean, I have some ideas or directions that could go, but again, it's totally up to you guys. Yeah. Like how and there is, there is a fun bit where, you know, Thrifty told me things that he was planning when Tum died. Because uh, I had to be able to create a character that kind of was outside of the lack of memory zone. So, you know, Harper was created and an idea knowing stuff that, you know, Tom and Luther don't know still. Right. And I kind of make well, fun of Jennifer sometimes. Like, man, you don't even fucking know. Yeah, he does. He taunts me with it. <laughs> Berg. Yeah, because there's certain things that I know that, you know, are kind of built into care- to Harper himself that just haven't come up yet, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, can I read one now? Please do. Uh, somebody, Ash, Ashley Shadow Brook. Um, <laughs> oh, new that? listener. Well, thanks for emailing uh, She asks, your your house is on fire. You have 60 seconds. Assuming your loved ones are outside, what is the one thing you save? One thing. Yeah, the one thing. I don't know. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Easy. I, mean, I, I grab my laptop bag. I'm, do pets count as loved ones? I would say can, probably, right? Can I? What about my... Uh, oops. Okay, well, obviously not your wedding ring because you've dropped it like four times in a row just then. Uh, does my bookshelf count as one thing? Because I want all my board games. Oh, our you board probably games. have to pick one board game. Your wedding uh, ring would survive it, though. Like, It's not like your house true. is going to burn hot enough to melt down your wedding That's ring. That's true. Can I take off my wedding, <laughs> wedding ring and now... You can trade your wedding ring for one extra thing. Okay. If you had to pick one of your board games to grab... Risk, uh, yeah, you can't realistically carry your bookshelf I think, out. I think I'd grab. Would fall I off. think I'd get Lords of Waterdeep or Dominion. Well, we have to do it together. Oh, I think we have to do. It, we have to choose together. That's well. That's what I'm saying. No, like I'll get this. You get that. I think I would. I think I might pick Dominion. I might grab my my desktop. Dominion is the one thing that you would grab. No, we I would say play Dominion. No, I would say if we. If I say, you guys. I was saying if I had to pick a board game, one of them. I feel like it's... Well, I you don't like, have to pick a board game, Jennifer. What would you pick? Yeah, what else would you pick? It'd be my laptop. I, I, yeah, I feel boring. like that's kind of laptop. like a cop-out. We all, we were all like, I, like... I was like, laptop bag. He's like, desktop. Okay, like, yeah, let's say... No, okay, no you computers. can't grab a computer. Okay. No computer. Yeah, you can't grab a computer. Shit. I, my, my, computer is a, my computer is the thing I love the most. I know. My uh, Xbox yeah. or TV? I don't know. <laughs> Spoilers, all my shit's over at Carrie's. <laughs> Guys, I would grab my my... Blue Yeti, so that I can oh, keep podcasting. Oh, you, guys. you liar! That's still kind of your computer. <laughs> like, I what would, do I own that I treasure them? I, I don't grab, treasure anything. I would grab this 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 poster of Vanessa Carlton. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing. Uh, okay, uh, she also asks, "What is your favorite species of tree?" Um. Uh, I like those. Um, I like. I like. Uh, oh, oh, I actually, I actually have an answer for this. Oh, oh, 
I've got family. Oh, I was gonna say weed. <laughs> weed, oh, a weed, a weed, a weed that grass. My serious answer is I like a weeping cherry tree because I had one in my yard when I was a kid and I played under it and I loved it. We have a very nice Japanese maple that's pretty. I like it. Trees are stupid. Uh, this is your golden ticket. You are now the proud owner of a tax-free million dollars. What next? Oh, my God. Uh, probably bye-bye job. I buy yeah. again. What? <laughs> no, I, don't, I actually don't think I would quit my job. I, I would need to protect my money somehow, so buy a gun. Oh, you. <laughs> you, uh, you could buy a laser-sharpened katana. You could you could buy a gun, or you could just diversify the fuck out of those investments. You know what I, I mean? Would, I would really get in my 401k, man. If I got a million dollars, I would pay off my student loans. Oh, yeah. That'd... I would... Where it goes like half of it. I would buy... A, a, Two new 4K monitors. Oh yeah, three. I would get up three. Nah, three. you don't need a 4K monitor. That's dumb. It is dumb, but uh, I got fucking money. What do I give a shit? I would update my computer. Will run out though. Like that's the thing. No, yeah, that's like money. you can't live off that for very long. I'd buy a PlayStation Four. I'd get a tattoo of uh, a million dollars. What? Tim, these are all terrible. Answers. I would get a Chrome Fisker, and um, uh, I'd buy Geekly.com. What yeah. is a Chrome Fisker? It's like Justin is. Bieber's car. Oh. Oh, yeah. I would, my answer is like so much more practical. I'll be like, I'd move to a better apartment on the red line. <laughs> yeah, I'd move to Cambridge. I'd, I'd live in, Cambridge. yeah, let's move to Harvard Square. <laughs> yeah. I will. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'd move to some like dope ass yeah, mountain town in Colorado. I'd buy like a thousand buy weed dresses tree. from Mod Cloth, probably, what I would actually do. I would dress like I was a housewife from the 1960s every day of my life. I'd buy, like, every board game. I would uh, start doing heroin. Do I'd that. probably kill myself. Okay, guys, guys, would you rather have a, have a credit card that you never had to pay back or be a quadriplegic? <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, next question. <laughs> Not a good would you rather. I mean, Tim, do you want to read one? Hey, I would love to read one. Uh, this is from Emily Morgan. She says, confession. Is this even a question? Yeah, well, it, it can be addressed. Uh, I love your podcast and have been listening to it for over a year. I'm a DM <laughs> running a 4E game over Rule 20, and I keep telling my... Oh, I, I read this earlier. Keep telling my players to listen to your podcast be, uh, because you're awesome. A few weeks ago, one player couldn't make it but told us to play anyways. So the goddess Ayun sent the players back in time to save the evil wizard Yule Man's sister from being killed on Midwinter's Eve. My players now think I'm a genius for thinking up an epic mini-quest on the fly. Thrifty, can you ever forgive me for taking credit in my players' minds for that incredible adventure? I tried to give credit the next session, but they steamrolled me by arguing about the best way to kill the lich they tracked down. Also, boff Tom, marry a or kill Harper. Sorry, Harper. <laughs> I'm glad that I that you would marry me. That is a, a great That's compliment from Emily at Crafty DM. Um, Emily, oh, please just don't tell them about our podcast, and then you can take all the credit and tell, no, completely tell support you. I mean, then, tell them about the podcast so that they'll listen and we get more downloads. But but take all the credit. Yeah, man. Life is it. short. Life is short. Fuck it. Steal. Yeah, just You're do it. You're a million dollars. Just, just fucking steal. steal. If, if, <laughs> if, if our podcast can make people like you slightly better, then great. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. First of all, always steal, always lie, because this is all we got, so you're going to die. You know what wow, I'm saying? Wow, that rhymed. That was really depressing. Yeah, man. Um, I have another question from Charles Wetzel. It says, hey, everyone, what do you see Geekly Inc. being in one year? Five years? Y'all are the best. Wow. Man. Well, that's such a big question. I feel like we've been th- talking about it a lot <laughs> recently. I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be slightly what it is now, just more of it. I mean, if I were just dreaming, it'd be lots and lots of people commenting on it all the time. You know, it'd be like a real big site. Yeah, I think right we, now... We have like better production values. Yeah, better production value. More posts, more mm-hmm. hot, yeah. hot content that everyone loves. I think... Right now, we're still trying to find our internet legs and figure out, yes. you know, what, you know, it, should we focus on YouTube? Should we focus on Twitch? Should we focus on just text? Should we mm-hmm. focus on podcast? Should we do a little bit of column A, B, and C? Um, should we try to figure out what this next thing is or just, like, perfect some other type of uh, media engagement? Um, I think that's sort of, like... The basic gist is just more, yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more is the one year plan. Five year plan would hopefully be uh, actually make some money. Yeah, be able to make some money so we can focus more. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, because like right now, like I mean, I work forty hours a week, so like I've been trying to write. Oh yeah, yeah, you work too. But you, you, you're working on Geekly this, so you can put your time on it. And my comedy. I don't know if you've heard. And your comedy, but I work. (laughs) I, you know, I do. My normal boring job during the day, and I've been trying to like write articles, and it's it's hard. Sometimes yeah. I sometimes I do geekly things at work, and I feel a little bit guilty. But ee. yeah, you know, we'd like <laughs> I to. Hope you're not listening, bosses. We'd um, like to add more writers, but we understand that these things either fail, or they net just kind of languish, same. or you get lucky. And so we're hoping that if we just work hard and try to be creative and. With a good sort of community and a good sort of like, um, a lot of people are douchebags on the internet. So yeah, we want that's to actually to a, a huge cool... focus for us. I don't want to fall into. The... I was actually, I was I was actually reading today because I was reading on the character optimization boards on wizards.com, mm-hmm. and people were just being like, "Hell!" Like someone was asking what frost cheese was, which is why I was there because I didn't know what the hell that meant. And they asked the question, and people were like so mean, like, "Well, it means this, duh," and it's like. Nerds, stop it. Yeah. Just fucking stop it. What is wrong with you? Don't be assholes. Don't be mean to people because it's like, oh, I saw the Avengers and it was fun. They're like, well, do you know the like, lore of Thor? It's like, what? Mm. What? Like, don't be an <laughs> asshole. Also, don't be like sexist and racist and mean. H- Just homophobic. stop it. Like, yeah. don't do that. So I don't want to, as far as like what I want Geekly to be, not not those things. Mm-hmm. I want to be right. not that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be nice people I feel on the like, internet. Right. I feel like we might have gotten our wires crossed because I strive to alienate as many people as possible. <laughs> see, that's the thing. And we should have talked about this more yeah. specifically. Yeah. Mm. Shit. Um, I think if we could, I think we could make really dumb stuff if we could put all of our time into it. So I would love mm-hmm. it if we could all do that. Yeah, it would be great. In yeah. five years, we'll probably have quit because um, the tribulation have already happened. So. Oh yeah. What's the point of making? Yeah, our Lord and Sa- our Lord and Savior Satan will yeah. be back upon the earth. So, Jennifer Elizabeth. <laughs> um, the chat room asks several of them asked, and I think Steph Kingston was the first one I saw. Was Bachman? Were you born with a beard? 
Was I was not born with a beard. Here's a picture of me without a beard in the chat. I had that queued up, ready to go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, well, uh, if you were in the chat, then you'd be like, ah! without a beard. <laughs> and I, I'm going to look at it now, and oh my god, it's freaking me out. Yeah, no beard. Who is it's, that? it's the worst. I went to two weddings. You don't weddings. even look like you. I went to two weddings that were like back to back, and Who both of them that? I got served grape juice, and this was like uh, two years ago. Oh, and I was like, no, oh, no. So you gotta get that beard. Mm, nope, gotta have the beard. Gotta have it. Little baby. That's Little funny. baby Bachman. That's what everyone calls you. I have some of me looking even younger, but I won't post it. <laughs> also, yeah. here is a picture of a small child riding a dead deer. What? Why? What? <laughs> One of Why our clients, the last job that I worked at, has this hanging on their wall. They make tree stands. <gasps> so I guess wow, it kind of fits. But. I kind of feel really like that's gross. scarring to little baby that's... childs. That's, I'm scarred. Yep. I'm I don't, not a baby I, child. I don't know if I care for it. <laughs> Trent Thumble asks, Hi, Vidalis Corp. I have been listening <laughs> through the old podcast again, and I have a few questions. Whatever happened to the instant campsite? They still have it. Uh, wh- have where's the bag of holding? Illusion. Oh, it's with me. Illusion's I had it the whole time. Yeah, I carry it. Uh, is Wolfpack Tactics still a spell that Tom has? Uh, no, I think I actually got rid of it. Uh, let me look. I swapped it out for something. Also, I want to say right now, if anyone's, like, going through and, like, listening in from the beginning for some reason, like, if you, like, if there's some, like, gear we get, like, just, like, let us know. Cause I probably have some stuff <laughs> I should be having. Oh. Like, someone asked me about something the other day, and I was like, ooh, I might, mm. I might should have that. And know. I'll be damned. There's Wolfpack Tactics. I still got it. <laughs> Well, it's definitely a. I definitely got it with Tum in mind, so if that tells you anything, it, oh, be- so that's why you've not been using before it. Before the attack, an ally adjacent to you or the target can shift one square as a free action. Ah. Nope. <laughs> Get rid of that. <laughs> Good bye. Yeah, I actually probably go. should swap it out for level nine. I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, did anyone ever figure out what was written on Zantac's ring? Okay. Is um, it still the bag of holding? I, at one point, I told you that there was an indecipherable. Uh, Zantex ring had some sort of writing on it, but it was indecipherable. And I, I believe at the time I was experimenting with us living in a world where random stuff happened and it wasn't necessarily important. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So like it that. was just a red herring. Just to like mess with us. Yeah, it was just a mess with you. It was just a red herring. It, it's like, it never it says, meant anything. I love you, mom. So. Right. It was it was not important. Good job, so Zantac. Don't think uh, about Zantac's ring or uh why why what was the pirate's name? Uh Hookbeard. Oh, Hookbeard. Why why Hookbeard's beard was straight. Don't think about that either. <laughs> yeah. And we never figured out his name, and it was a big deal. Uh, why is it number six actually a question? Number six, I really enjoyed it when Tim referenced Dennis as a direction. It was played down on the podcast despite being a solid reference. Thank you. <laughs> Thank I you. I don't even really understand that reference, but I still think it's really funny. Your exits are north, south, east, and Dennis. You choose Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's a good old Homestar 1-0 reference. Um, Eric Fay writes in and asks, Tim, would Harper consider being a lich to stay alive forever? In other words, would Harper give up his good looks in return for immortality? Man. No. Not, not, never. Not lich style. Harper, he knows that he just feels so much of this power within him 
that he and he looked at the character builders and he's going to pick an epic destiny that lets him be good looking as hell while not become a lich. I don't want to become a lich. No, fuck that. Jennifer, have you tried getting your dice drunk before rolling them? <laughs> Maybe I should. I'm just going to dunk them in my beer and just like you just hang out in here, little guys. Get good and rolly. Uh, Mike, has yeah. Tom considered collecting body parts to make a partner for his Frankensteinian monstrosity? I mean, would you not want, I mean, you would not want it to be lonely, right? Right, but I've got to collect enough body parts just to make one bro first before I can think about making a bro yeah. for my bro. He hasn't done second bro yet, yeah. or first bro yet. I actually need to get an inventory of uh, all of my parts. If any of you guys, like, who've listened to these episodes recently can tell me, like, which parts I've got, like, that would be really great. What's your, uh, uh corpse inventory? Yeesh. Yeah, and we've, I mean, again, just to, these are all in a refrigerator, so they're all pretty fresh. Yeah. Um, Thrifty, uh, how do you sorry. prepare to talk to your, how do you prepare to talk in your NPC accents? That's actually a good question. Yeah, yeah how do you do that? Uh, I'm not very good at it, so I don't. <laughs> good. I mean, I've got I got Roz down. I can just do Roz. Yeah, now. Roz is good. Yeah, I love Roz's voice. It makes me very happy. Uh, I think I, the Bucky voice is just him saying, "I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Buster didn't even talk this episode. No, Bucky never said a damn word this episode. He was just probably this like, just terrified slash amazed by all the Griffins. Exactly. There was, um, for one episode of Fiasco on Random Encounters, I uh, spent the entire car ride home, which is like 45 minutes, trying to practice a British accent. Oh, my God. And then I thought I had it pretty good. But then when we started doing the episode, I chickened out and didn't do it. Most. I am. I know. I personally am terrible at accents, other than doing a southern accent or a sarsaparilla. <laughs> I can do the sarsaparilla voice really well. <laughs> That's it. If you don't know what that means, you're gonna have to listen to Fia- to Fiasco. Uh, somebody I'm just sorry. photoshopped a neck beard onto that picture. Oh <laughs> man, beard. that's funny. Um, I, ha- I have more questions. So. Uh, this one is from Landon Smith. Hey, Landon, we know you. Um, what are your favorite board games to play? Do you prefer to, prefer to play board games that are cooperative, like Pandemic, Castle Panic, etc., or more of the everyone out for themselves kind? Favorite card games? Oh, and also, Landon's asking if Tim and I have played Bonanza yet. We have not. We haven't. We haven't gotten a chance we yet. We gotta do it. We, um... Yeah, we actually have several friends that like to play board games, so yeah. we gotta. We got it out them. one day, but we're like, I don't want to learn, so. <laughs> so we just played our things we already had. Yeah. Uh, favorite board games? My favorite board game is Lords of Waterdeep. It's a D and D, on brand. Uh, that's my favorite board game to play. Lord, uh, Risk Legacy is my favorite board game, but it's like really tough to get, uh, going. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm a big Dominion fan. I really like Dominion you know a the lot. Dominion tip? Yeah, I'm on it. Love it. Yeah. As far as card games, I play Euchre. I love Euchre. Uh, bros, you guys played that, that Candy Lane Jam? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> jam. you don't want to get sued. But yeah, definitely. Wait, what? Why would it's, you... it's uh, hey, Walk6070 six, walk in the chat room asks, will we ever see new Newfoundland land again? <gasps> I'm sure. It's probably just uh, going to go back and visit. These dudes have griffins now, so... We can just yeah. fly over there. So it's we like don't Final need Fantasy the ship anymore, when you get the right? Ragnarok. Well, I mean, we need the ship to carry stuff, and 
to go on mercantile type adventures. Why have we not talked about how are the business we want to set up? Yeah, yeah. we gotta get. How is our business doing? We gotta ask Raj okay. about that. How do you see our shipping business in one year, and how do you see it in five <laughs> oh my years? Gosh. Exactly. I hope to be just filthy rich. I want to be residia magnates. Okay. Sure. How many kingdoms can we found on the money that we've made? That's, That's true. I think at this point it's like six. Um, also, Landon Smith has a secret project he's working on, which both horrifies and delights me. It's wonderful. It's it, really could, good. it literally could be the end of all humanity. It might be. Oh, there was one more question we didn't um, we didn't read from Landon's. So, what are your favorite graphic novels to? To read, Vinny. I I am not a huge graphic novel person. Yeah, I mean, I read Saga and really liked it. Well, Walking, the first one, Walking Dead and Watchmen. I don't know. I'm pretty boring. I feel like the I feel like graphic novels seem cost prohibitive to yes. me. <sighs> Mike Bachman, you got the answer to this question, right? Yeah, I I don't really I don't know I don't really know what like defines a graphic novel, but I read a lot of comics lately. I feel like that yeah. counts. I've, yeah, I've been reading that that Scarlet Spider, getting down on that. You know, been reading, been trying to keep up on Spider Man, like a Superior Spider Man, and then maybe some Iron Man in, in sprinkled in the middle there. Venom, yeah. Carnage, it's good. So you're like a real, you're a real comics man. I do, real, no, real I pretty much just like that, like the Sonic section of the, not Sonic. I like the Sonic the Hedgehog comics. <laughs> uh, they had some comics. He ate ch- chili dogs. Actually, no, I did. I did. Um, there was a podcast that was in the works, but the other guy that I was going to do it with was not. Um, like he hasn't been available yet. But basically, what it was going to be is we were going to do. We were going to give a synopsis of an actual Sonic story that took place in the comics, and then give a synopsis of a Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction, and then, like, the listeners had to determine which one was which. Oh, my god. And it's next to impossible. Well, Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog has the most horrific fan art of like probably any, any <laughs> fandom I've if, ever yeah. seen. If, if you guys want What was see that website? The hell? I, I think it was NeoGAF. NeoGAF, yes. It that thread. That's the one that had <laughs> But like there's a specific thread on NeoGAF with like fan art and it's just the most horrifying S- thing you essential, can ever think of. Sonic and Shadow have a forbidden love. <laughs> <laughs> but they also love Jesus a lot. There's a lot of <laughs> A lot of Christian Sonics. Yeah, and then there's like a Christian Sonic crying over the World Trade Center. Oh, my oh God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to tell you to search. How to tell you to search and describe? It's on NeoGaf and it's fan art. Some so people can only it. express their emotions through Sonic the Hedgehog fan art. <laughs> I get it. I'm Some people kind can of only one of those people. Finish. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's in the chat room, right? Was the next chat question? Yes, there is. Uh, well, it's already gone. There's so much talking uh, in there that I've found. Trance Fumble asks, uh, how do I DM for a game where one of my players created the game? I'm the first person he's letting DM it. Uh, fuck if I know, man. That sounds hard. That sounds super hard. Uh, I guess you just have to like talk with him. Maybe do like a war one-off one. Like if you could do like just like a, a couple sessions like in a specific place set almost. <laughs> right. <laughs> What you laughing at? I'm laughing at pregnant Sonic the Hedgehog. Exactly! It's the most... Impreg Sonic is the best. That happens a lot, too. I'm pregnant Sonic. Guys, it's up there. Look up pregnant Sonic on the internet. You will find horrible things. A lot of uh, Twitch chat rooms don't let you post 
uh, links in their chat room, but well, you just post post pregnant Sonic. That's allowed. Um, I, think, but, I don't want to like ignore our trance question though. No. I, I think I think maybe. I, I mean, I have not DM'd a day, so maybe I'm not the person to be answering this, but I would think if it was, like, a specific, like, we're going to do a side adventure, and yeah. you could, like, talk to them beforehand and be like, right. I want to make sure that I've got all your info right. Yeah, or say it's like, this took place on this continent. This took place on Westeros. We're in Southros with this right. concept. Southros? That's what it's called. I mean, oh, I, oh, oh, so I thought it was Sothereos. That's how I say it in my brain. Yeah, I it may not be right. I, I guess just talk to the DM and ask them, like, what's off limits? If they've got this other game that's, like, going to be going for a while or whatever, like, where should I not, what should I not mess with? And just yeah. figure out what your boundaries are, because you need to work within those boundaries, I guess. Yeah, and if, oh, if he wants you to DM man. it, there has to be some things that, like, you're the DM, so it's like, nope. Yeah. In yeah, this it, version, there are no bats. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, if, he, if he's if if the friend is letting you play in it, you know, but letting you be the DM for it, then I would assume that they trust you. Yeah, right. And I mean, so. um, you can definitely like, here's this town, and this town has a problem. I mean, that's a definitely an yeah, easy thing definitely. to do. Yeah, it's very specific. We have to run the demons out of this town. Exactly. <laughs> Alex Spearly says, uh, "Hey gang, when the very first episode hit iTunes, me and three of my friends listened to it and decided to start playing D and D together." Thanks for being the catalyst that spurred us on to start playing. 50. That's awesome. Tomorrow, I'm taking the plunge and switch from PC to DM. Any recommendations, suggestions, or insight on how to effectively make the switch? Also, Tim, when is rankfarts.com going to fold <laughs> into the geekly umbrella? Oh my Lo- God. Lost a brand you're wasting. Can I answer my part first? Uh, yeah, I think you should answer your part first. Uh, Rankfarts is still kind of its own thing. You know, I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't really want I, its it brand to be watered down. It would like quadruple the value of Geekly if we added Right, and so I'm trying to, to keep it separate, and right now it's just, you know, I'm using it for me. So, yeah, go ahead. That's understandable. Uh, as far as as far as making the transition to DM, I mean, I guess the thing that I usually tell people, because I do actually get questions about it, which is weird, because I've only been DMing for like a year, um, and you've heard it all. So, uh, I mean, I, I guess just the thing that I, I go to first is usually just try to say yes as much as possible, which is mm-hmm. other advice that I've probably gotten from other places. Yeah. And um, and just try to, like, figure out what your players are into and what motivates them. And, yeah. and if you can figure that out, then you can motivate them and, and cause fun to happen. So yeah, I guess. Try that. For me, because I did the jump from, you know, PC to DM for the Kickstarter episodes, it was kind of like, okay, well, here's what they're used to, so I should do something slightly different, make it worthwhile. Now, that's a little different because these are like one-offs campaigns. So, I mean, that's how I approached it. Like, if you guys have been having a long-running thing, it's like, all right, this stopped, whatever. Now we're going to do this. I think a good thing is to make it unique enough from what they did before so they immediately kind of can click in with that world uh, or that location, you know. Give them a reason to kind of plug into their new characters Mm -hmm. or whatever. And to kill someone. Yeah. All right, we still have a few more of these. Uh, It's getting late, but try to go fast. You know what we could do is save some. 
and do them <laughs> at the end of next episode. Okay. Well, let's let's do that. Um, yeah. let's I do... like the idea of having people send questions and answering them. Oh, later. absolutely. I thought it was, thought yeah. it was fun. Let's it was do fun. let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay. One more. Yeah, I'll do one more. Let's do chases. Jennifer. Okay. Hello, you gorgeous people. Hi. Just want to say that you are all amazing. Your podcast is, without a doubt, my favorite. Oh. You guys are just so nice. Tim, who would win in an honest fight between Tum, the darkest of blades, Thumble, and Titus, the darkest of past, Harper? Mm-hmm. Harper. Hands down. Harper. Yeah, Harper probably. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. There's no way Tum would win. Tum's too hard to play. You have. You have. <laughs> Tum would lose because Tim wouldn't be able to. Play him well enough. <laughs> now, Tom needs um, a combat advantage to be able to do his extra stuff. Harper don't. And Harper can slide you a lot. So most likely Tom would go first. He would probably do Dazing Strike. So he would almost kill... He would have to kill Harper in his first turn in order to do it. Because he would have his Dazing Strike, um, combat advantage, backstab... And then he would have to hopefully get him bloodied. And then from there, do his weird daily that he can only do while bloodied. Then use an action point and then kill him. If not, Harper would just throw him all around the room. But that's only if he rolled higher initiative. If he did not roll high initiative, I don't see a way for him to be able to, to do it. All right. Um, so the next question is, is for me. Uh, it says, Jennifer, my girlfriend is a strong feminist like yourself, and at one point you mentioned a Cleopatra book that you recommended. What was the title of the book, and do you have any more recommendations? That book, I've actually not read that book, but all of my friends have and loved it. I need to read that book. Um, it is Cleopatra, A Life by Stacey Schiff. Um, as far as books I would recommend, I'm reading the... Do you think they could get that on Audible? <laughs> I'm sure they could get it on Audible. Castlevania.com uh, slash Audible. You can 100% get it on audiobook because I can see it. Um, I'm still reading the Dangerous Women anthology right now, and it is really great. There've been like, I mean, you know, it's an anthology, so not every story is my super favorite, but there have been some really, really good ones. It's a moose bouche of different stories. It is, and it's a lot of different types of stories, which has been really nice because I, I, if you've listened to the, the Princess and the Queen episode, you've already heard me Thank give you. this spiel. Thank you. But if not, I tend to read a lot of fantasy. Uh, and it was nice to get me to read things that are not Yeah, fantasy, like, I don't like to read books that don't have dragons yeah, in Yeah, if it's not got a dragon, I just, stop. I don't, don't want to read it. But no, there's, there's like mystery in there, all sorts of like science, more science fiction than fantasy, like a lot of really interesting stuff. Um, as far as other books, Tim, what have I, what have I been reading? What am I into? I read the first book in the 100,000 Kingdoms by mm-hmm. N.K. Jemisin, and that was really great. It's a lady main character written by a woman, which is nice. I'll think of more. If you tweet at me, I mean, I'll send you things uh, back. We're big Joe Abercrombie fans. Oh, God, I love know. Joe Abercrombie. Oh, my God. For the Blade Itself trilogy is so good. I mean, Jennifer loves Drizzt. I don't, I've not read Drizzt. I don't I have mean, anything loves, against Drizzt. I probably Drizzt. would love Drizzt. I just haven't read him. Um, but if you tweet at me on Twitter, I'll give you more infos. Uh, so, Michael, don't call me thrifty nerd tomorrow. How come we don't see the White Russians anymore? Has yeah. this turned into Debbie Downers and Dragons? Also, what the fuck is Bellard up to these days? Bellard. Oh, I just miss him so much. Um, I, 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 often, I, not tonight, but often I, I've been, I've switched over to red wine. Because it's, mm-hmm. oh. it's healthier, right? It's healthier. Uh, it doesn't, it makes me not as fat. So, <laughs> And it's kind of gross to just drink milk drinks all the, all the time. <laughs> yeah, that is so weird. Mm, it was a good thing. Alcohol. Alcohol. 
Okay. What's Ballard up to? They are delicious. Uh, Ballard, what tip do you right now? I, I I forget. I think they... It's got to be... Uh, they're hunkered down because it is, it is winter. So they're they're getting stuff out of... They had a good... They had a banner crop this year. Uh, they got a store. Oh, they got a cellar full of root good vegetables that they're uh, working their way through. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so I think they're doing. Remember, okay. game time is not real lifetime. Uh, I disagree. Six months, I disagree. Six months since <laughs> oh. we started. No, it is winter. It is it has been the winter solstice just <laughs> yep, now. Just, it was. It's, that's Ken Tim Tim. Uh, um, next question, <laughs> Michael Bachman. Early in the podcast, you Tom was all about. T- we're all about tantric death. Now you seem to want to stay alive a lot more. What has changed? <laughs> so true. Yeah, I used to want to be... Why don't you want to die anymore? Because I've come so close to actually doing it, I think, it's part of it. And the other part of it is that I just... I, I've i developed, like... I think the, the insatiable bloodlust aspect of my personality has start out, started to outweigh the sexual aspect of my personality. You mm. might call that growing up. I call it just <laughs> I call it just love and murder, you know? Also you now you have Roz. Well, I've got Roz, I guess. We but things have been actually I mean if I'm being quite honest, things between yeah. Roz and me have been a little bit cold lately. Ooh, well, you've been on, doing a lot of, you know, adventuring and leaving her behind. Yeah, so. I, I'm just saying that, you know, when I come home, you know, sometimes I want to get the bucket of fish out, and she's just like, eh, not tonight, I have a headache, and it's just a little difficult. You, know? you gotta be good to your woman. You gotta be good you gotta to make your woman. Her woman. Yeah, true. you gotta make her want the fish. Yeah, she, I mean, exactly. she's the one that, she wants her to bring the bucket of dead fish to you. Exactly. Metaphorically. Right. It doesn't mean as much when you're No, not metaphorically. Exactly. Quite literally. <laughs> it's very important <laughs> to me that we make that distinction. Okay. Several people have asked, uh, what's the deal with that scroll? What what scroll? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that scroll. That I can't. I literally cannot use it if they you. keep asking about it. And that's the rule. Because if I use Every it... Every week someone asks, it's another week. Yeah, and a yeah. clock resets. Because if they Mike ask it, Mike Bachman's scale updates Twitter, and then we go on. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, I feel like if they ask about it, I, then I'm only doing it because they told me to. And it's got to be the right moment, you know? It's got to be <laughs> just the right moment. That's awesome. Excellent. Well, this was an epic episode. I think we made up for our short one last week. I think we did. Hopefully. And uh, thank you so much for sending me all these questions. We'll read the rest of them um, next week. And yeah, and if you keep on sending us questions, we'll go ahead and make Dude, this a regular If you send thing. us a question, we're just going to read them. Yeah, just we don't have any questions, let us know. This <laughs> makes it way easier for us. We just read the questions. It's so much easier. It's so much more fun. We get to talk and uh, mental I masturbate. It's so great. It's wonderful. Uh, we are on Twitter at Geekly Inc. or at D&D Podcast. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I am at Tim Lanning. I am at Jennifer Cheek. I'm at Mike Bachman. Uh, go to our forums, uh, if you want to check out info on GeeklyCon 2014 Geekly from June 19th through 22nd in Chicago. Uh, meet some of the hosts and mm-hmm. hug your friends and get liver poisoning. Apparently it's your gonna future be husband or wife. It, Just murder that liver. Apparently it's going to be yeah. some weird like camping I don't even know. There's couches and people just, uh, just going at each other. Great. <laughs> Ashley Shadowbrook is, will shoot arrows at you I guess. Okay. From horseback? Oh gosh, I'm so excited. From sexual. horseback. And she has dogs! 
She has a dog. Or she had a dog. I don't know. Anyway. She probably shot her the arrow. Oh, man. I shot a brick. Why would you do that? Who can say? Uh, I guess that's it, guys. Uh, until next week, keep dicing those dice dicey. Keep dicing those donkeys. Keep dicing those tomatoes. Waka waka. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.